1: It's always a pleasure to catch up with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management for our Money Monday segment. We do it every Monday at 1230, and you can catch Josh and me on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show. It airs at 7 p.m. Fridays and 2 p.m. Saturday. Josh, let's start with the headline of the day. I got a chuckle out of this CNN headline. It says, America just got a $100 a month raise. And it equates the drop in gas prices to a $100 a month raise. Gas is under $4 a gallon nationally on average, but it was two forty dollars a gallon nationally when Biden took office. So it's a dollar and a half higher per gallon. What are your thoughts on whether we got a raise with the with the drop in gas prices?
2: There is no end to the political spin, is there? Uh, never let the details get in the way of a good story. I mean, <laughs> I guess you know, good news that we're coming back down. Um, that's good for inflationary measures, it's good for the prices at, uh, at the store. It's good for, you know, everybody that needs to get to work at the pump. But I would say this is some political maneuvering to say that we got a hundred dollar raise.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about what you do with extra money. Let's say you do have found money. Let's say you come into a little bit of money for an inheritance or you get a raise and all that kind of stuff. Do you, uh, how would you, what would you tell people to do with an unexpected, uh, chunk of money, uh, in a period like this, where prices are going up and people are struggling and they might think, okay, you know, now I can uh, not pull stuff out of savings for my normal budgetary items, what kind of a priority should they place on saving a chunk of that because of what it can mean for them long-term?
2: Well, the first thing I would say is make sure you don't hurry into anything. Uh, in other words, if this is a windfall that you've never experienced in the past, and maybe you haven't been an investor in the past, uh, sometimes when you get this unexpected money, it causes you to do some emotional things in the way of investing. So first thing would be don't hurry into thing, anything too quickly. But then you kind of go through the general guidelines of financial planning. You know, step one, uh, do I have any significantly high interest rate debt that I could get rid of with this with these funds? If, you know, think credit cards, right? Mm-hmm. If, if that's there, try and knock those out. Secondarily, then start going after the emergency funds. Make sure that we build up an emergency fund that's substantial enough for your life to make sure that you don't get yourself in a difficult spot. And then beyond then, start thinking about investing for the long run. But that's in general, that would be the approach that I take. But let's circle back to the first one again. Don't rush into anything. I've seen too many people uh, receive a windfall that's beyond the normal scope of their lives, something they've never encountered. And they can make some very non-prudent investment decisions.
1: Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management is our guest, and they are located in Lewis Center, right off Route 750. Easy to get to, not very far from the 23270 interchange. Check Josh and I out on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show at 7 p.m. Fridays and 2 p.m. Saturdays here on the Answer. Uh, let's go to uh, what you do with that nest egg. N- not necessarily nest egg. I phrased that wrong. I mean that uh, that rainy day fund. That getting your three months' expenses nest egg. That six months' expenses. Uh, amount of money set aside. Where should people keep that so that it, you want to want to have access to it, right? If you need it, it's an emergency fund, so you need it in an emergency. But where would you tell people to keep that? I assume not in their kitchen cabinet or someplace like that.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't keep it in the kitchen cabinet. and I also wouldn't keep it necessarily too accessible. So obviously we want it completely liquid, safe, and readily accessible in the event of an emergency. But sometimes uh, we get a little emotional about what an emergency is, you know, all the way down to Uh, I really, really need this new pair of shoes. It's an emergency. And you don't want that money too accessible. So typically what we say is, either at a different bank than you normally bank at, um, don't set up online transfers necessarily, or put it, you know, like we clear through Schwab and TD Ameritrade, so put it through a company like that where maybe you can get a little bit better interest rate through money markets, et cetera. But it's something that's a little bit out of arm's reach, still very readily accessible and liquid, but you're not tempted by the easy click-of-a-button transfer on your online banking.
1: Reach out to Josh Pick and the Aptus Wealth Management Team by phone, 614 on the web at AptusWealth, A-P-T-U-S, AptusWealth.com. Your consultation is free. You'll learn more about how they invest and what their philosophy on investing is. More importantly, you'll understand maybe where you are in saving for your retirement, planning for your retirement. It's not just about saving. It's about being strategic, and that's what they specialize in at Aptus Wealth Management again 6149171040 or on the web at dot aptuswealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com we've gotten into in this period of time uh setting our clocks for the release of the inflation numbers the fed meeting and whether they're going to raise rates and all that and we've heard I've heard the Biden administration say that you know inflation here is lower than it is around the world I don't think that's true in fact I know that's not true But I'm curious, the Fed's trying to manage, um, they call it a soft landing, raise rates enough that, you know, we tame inflation, but we don't do it by sending the economy into a tailspin. Globally, what do you see? Because, you know, the phrase the global economy is out there. Are other uh, entities in other countries around the world that are, uh, you know, impactful on the quote-unquote global economy, are they adopting the same strategy as the Fed? Are they raising rates, or is there a different approach in some other countries?
2: You know, it's an interesting question. And I remember, I think it was on our, our Friday show here just recently, you were talking about, you know, what is the impact the global economy really have from an investment perspective? And interestingly, fast forward just a couple of days and we're seeing kind of this volatility start to pick up amongst the global markets. And it's because of the exact reason that you just said. And that is, you know, not all countries are handling their recession or their inflationary problems, the same as the United States. I saw that Citigroup just, uh, I think it was yesterday, this morning, released that they believe that the U.K. could face inflation numbers as high as 19 percent next year, which is pretty significant. And then you have countries like China who are actually lowering their interest rates rather than rising uh, or raising their interest rates. And it's important to note that while every country um, has its own way of dealing with things, certain uh, companies within those countries uh, are impacted by those decisions. And for example, in general, and this is a very general uh, phrase, but in general, tech companies benefit from the lowering of interest rates. It's somewhat of a tailwind for their uh, for their type of business. Without diving too deep in the weeds, so you know, you look at companies that maybe are in the tech space that are borrowing money in an environment where interest rates are lowering. That's good for them. Other companies, not so good. So. It's important to note that we are a global economy, and how we invest in it, what companies we invest in, is definitely impacted by that country's uh, position on interest rates.
1: Josh Pick is our guest. Aptus Wealth Management is his firm, and you can get with them for a free consultation. Reach out, do it on the web, set it up very easy. Aptus Wealth is spelled A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. And you can also do it by phone at 614 917 1040. So I want to share with you a tweet that I saw this morning from a woman named uh, Nina Turner. And Nina Turner is a former state senator in Ohio, and she's advocating for student debt cancellation. And her tweet says, FYI, student debt cancellation is not paid for by the taxpayers. The federal government is the lender. It's costlier for the government to hold on to the debt. So I'm wondering if nina turner understands that the government is the people and that anything that the government does it's doing with taxpayer money which is our money so do you have a thought on student debt the cancellation of student debt and her perspective that you know if the government holds on to the debt it's more expensive than uh expecting people to pay the debt off
2: well uh while i did not see the tweet nor do i know who uh, miss turner is uh, I, I cannot follow the logic there whatsoever about it being more expensive to carry debt than it is to actually get paid back the debt. But nonetheless, I, I've been very adamant about my opinion on the cancellation of student loan debt, and 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 being very opposed to it. And, and there's a logical reason for it. It's not because you know if you have a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt right now and you're struggling to pay that off. I don't feel your pain. I, I totally understand. My position is that if we eliminate student debt, it is akin to what is already happening in the student loan situation. In other words, if you look at the rapid increase in the cost of uh, college education over the last 20 years, it has been directly linked to the unlimited supply of funds that people can borrow to fund that debt. Well, if you can get as much money as you can possibly desire to go to college, then the college can continue to raise prices. Well, now fast forward and imagine if those colleges knew that even though they were getting paid these rates, the borrowers never even had to pay them back. They would just cart watch raise rates as much as they can. And I I think we're already in a tussling match or at least in conversation as to whether or not college is worth it for everyone. If you raise the cost of college beyond what it already is, that conversation gets even more difficult. So I'm against it just purely to keep the cost of college in check.
1: Josh Pick, Aptus Wealth Management. Set your free consultation up online at Aptus Wealth, AptusWealth.com, Aptus or via the phone at 614-917-1040. And catch us on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Fridays at 7, Saturdays at 2, and here on Money Monday at 1230 every Monday. Josh, as always, great talking to you. Talk to you again soon. You as well. Thanks, Bruce.